Episode 22, back in the studio. I should have played The Boys Are Back in Town. Oopsies. Oh, well. Uh, what? <laughs> uh, okay, there we go. <clears throat> yes, guys, I'm back from the Himalayas. I survived it. It was our neighbors knocking on the door the whole time. I thought it was a... Uh, he was dressed in a big fur coat. I thought it was a Yeti. That's what it was. And my Wi-Fi went out like boom. It was it was crazy. Like so yeah, uh, like the Wi-Fi just went out. It was out for the rest of the trip. Wow. That's pretty wild. For most of it. But yeah. I'm back guys. We're back. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I just forget of him. <coughs> uh, Jack hair wax, uh, 89%. And what have I been smoking? Those um, those little joints I got delivered that one time uh, a couple weeks ago before I left for the trip. Uh, what was it? Hold on, let me get it. One second. Yeah. Okay. It is. They're all tucked in the Mendocino County Hills Garden Society's partner farm. Is an as an ideal is an ideal climate for growing premium cannabis. Practicing Biodramatic techniques, biodynamic techniques. Our farmers rely on the. I can't even read. It's such small print. <clears throat> I'm going blind. Our <laughs> well, you are getting old. You know? I know, dude. Our farmers rely on the <laughs> biodramatic techniques. Our farmers rely on the land, the sun, and the care in their hands, in their hands, to bring to life the beauty and benefits of sun-grown cannabis. They're called Garden Society Headbanded. They're a bunch of like mini joints. Well, little half gram joints? I'll show you. Oh yeah, it's about a half a gram. They're like, uh, you can, there's 12 in this case. There were 12, there's two now. <laughs> <clears throat> Ahead of me, Chris. I know there's not 12. What? <laughs> no, there were 12 in that case. Mm-hmm. But now... Uh, no, I smoke the uh, the Graham joints. Those are like, eh. Those are cool. Those are nice if you don't want to smoke like a full joint. You don't feel like smoking a bowl. Right. Just go <clears> boop. 
you know, and they're powerful for how small they are. I get a, I get a nice head change off of them. Mm, so there you go. You get a head change. You <laughs> playing with me? Head change. What is headband? Remember, we we're gonna make a jingle for all the um, weed strains. Oh right, yeah. This would be headband. You playing with me? Headband. Headband. Premium cannabis. Yeah, I think we should still work on the jingles for cannabis. No one's done it yet. You know, everyone's just worried about packaging, distribute, distributing. You know, how flashy is my package? <laughs> There's a, <laughs> you know, uh, what? You know what I mean? Like, oh, and like, oh, I have my stuff in a glass jar with a fucking a biodegradable top. Mm-hmm. You know, but there's no jingles for the weed. None. I haven't heard any. Well, that's why they're working on it. <clears throat> well, <clears throat> any like. and um, any musicians out there, uh, go at Adio Radio Zero on Twitter. Hit me up, guys. Uh, actually, no, I can do it with Solly. There we go. Mm-hmm. He's a musician. He has all that shit. He has keyboards and bass guitars and stuff out in Texas. And he's pretty good with all that mixing <clears throat> and fucking yeah. audio yeah. editing and engineering and such. There we go. I can just send him audio tracks. Or he can, yeah, he'll make a beat. Then I'll see. Yeah, we'll make up a beat online and then I'll sing to it and then bam. Uh, there's multiple. There's so many strains, though. I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna be like that jingle guy who came up with like 900 jingles. Right. Or like by Menon. <laughs> you know, right? Like, <laughs> smoke headband. <laughs> It'd be like that. Uh huh. I think you get in trouble if you just start copying. Really? <laughs> you just like take everyone's jingle. <laughs> <clears throat> Here's the sour diesel. Y'all buds, 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 buds. It's like, oh, meow buds. Or buds mix. It's like a mixture of buds, like a rip off of meow mix. And then uh My marijuana has a first name, it's M-A-J-U. Right. Right? Could do something like that, yeah. There's yeah. a better one than spelling out marijuana, though. You spell out the uh, the name. Uh, oh, my marijuana has a first name. It's J A C A K J. Jacka. Jackack. I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah. Like my marijuana has a first name. It's M A U A I. What does that spell? Maui. My marijuana has a second name. It's W O W Y. Wow, why? Something like that. <laughs> wow, why? I usually see it with a I E on the end. Oh, it's W O I E. Mm hmm. Maui, wowie, where I wanna is what you wanna smoke with me. 
there like, uh, that's a little bit like the Oscar Mayer Wiener song. But, oh, whoops. Oh, it'll be like when the rave people got busted for stealing every, like, tricks and all that stuff and renaming it for rave <clears throat> shit. Right. Weed people were doing it, too, and they all got busted. <clears throat> well, yeah, Snickers didn't want to be associated with weed outright. Well, yeah. Even though, you know, I'm sure stoners eat a lot of Snickers. Uh, well, I guess, yeah, I guess so. Well, until it becomes legal federally, Snickers is not going to touch it. No. You're not going to have, well, you might see like, oh, CBD Snickers. Because CBD's everywhere. Right? I, you know, I have seen, uh, well, that was weird. I'm oh. getting some weird on my end. I don't know. I think there's a anyway, robot. I think I've we're getting tapped, guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe the feds are listening to us now. Um, but... There are a lot of beer companies that are, are starting to work on uh, weed-infused uh, beers. Um, and, you know, they're not being shipped out yet to out-of-state, but they are happening within states where things are legal. The beers. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> the beers. The beers. Remember that? Yeah, the SNL skit. The beers. Drinking the beers. Yeah, that was an that. annoying skit. <clears throat> oh. oh. We could do the what's up thing. We could bring that back for weed. <laughs> Weed's up. And then, uh, oh. We could bring back the bullfrogs from Budweiser. <laughs> Call them bullfrogs instead of bullfrogs? Call them budfrogs. Bullfrogs. Oh, bullfrog. Oh, there we go. It'd be like smoke a bowl. Smoke a bowl. And then a big truck that saying smoke a bowl would go by. Mm-hmm. There we go, guys. Come on. These are killer ads. We just need to start an uh, ad company just for cannabis. And the ad company would be called you. Canna Us. No. Well, <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It'll be called um, Cannabis Adibus. Adibus? No. What, what would you call it? Oh, I don't know. That's not something you come up with off the cuff, I think. Yes. Right you got to focus cuff. group it. You got to fucking... focus group. Okay, guys. <laughs> um, right now, the font, um, Blade Runner font is out. Um, cursive. No one knows anymore. We can't use that. No one can read it. Uh, the AC kids DC goes out. The kids are too stupid. They don't even know what cursive is anymore. Um, text font is popular. Text bubble font for the uh, that'll that'll catch people's eyes because mm. they're like, oh, a text must be coming in on this billboard, right? It'll be like that. Text font, guys. The new hit for... God damn it. Drop my phone. Okay, there we go. What? It said uh, rot row. Okay, so... I don't know. That's weed. You're up to date now with weed jingles. I don't know if we can have weed jingles yet. 
Probably not, considering the FCC is in charge of all broadcast advertisements. They'd probably have a problem with it. Oh, true. Oh, real quick, I want to play uh, the new Tool song, uh, Fear Inoculum. Uh, just came out 13 years later, guys. Uh, it's basically, it's like... Um, what did they do? They basically put Tool in a time chamber and go, Hey, don't ever change your sound or, or your time signatures at all. Come back out 13 years later. It's like a perfect circle fucking tool now. Not fucking tool, but you know. Uh, a 10 minute song. Okay, is what they launched. It's Fear Inoculum. Jesus. It's like, we've um, been gone 13 years. So we'll give you a 13 minute song. The beginning's trippy. You know, it goes into their typical. Hey, You know, it's a tool. Okay. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, that's how much different. The only difference is, is that they're all gray. It's a gray tool now. <laughs> I saw a picture of all their hair is gray. Yeah, like the the main band members, the guys who create the music, and they're like, and they're like, here, here's some music we just made. Cool. Uh, let me let me put some lyrics to it. So are there um, is there an album to follow or is this? Uh, just yes, a uh, the end of August, uh, August thirtieth. Uh, album and tour to follow. I might check them out on tour. Depends on who they're touring with. Um, but I don't know. You know, I'm sure they'll come around a couple times with this album. You know, it'll be their best-selling album, probably. It'll be a bunch of old fogies at the at the uh, at the concerts. You know, it'll be like 35 youngest, 65 oldest. <laughs> right. Exhale. So, um, I don't know. It's cool. I listened to it a couple times. I listen to, I, I see, I tend to listen to all my music now while playing video games. Uh, like if I'm playing, like I'll be playing multiplayer mostly and have the album like rotate multiple times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I've noticed. I listen to albums more that way now than ever. Cause it's like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'll just play the music by itself, but like if I just want to listen to this whole album without, you know, being picky about the tracks, I'll just pop it on in the background and put it on a loop while I'm playing a multiplayer game. Right. <clears throat> it seems to work good. Uh, what I was doing recently was uh, today, actually, I downloaded for Game Pass the new, the old Batman game, Arkham City, the second one. Mm. Uh, in 4K, that looks amazing. Does yeah, well, yeah, I, 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 didn't, I mean, so it's like Jesus, it looks fantastic in fucking <clears throat> 1080p. 
It's like insane now. I was like, wow. You can see like all the textures in his in his cowl and everything. It's like mm. Jesus as Christ. It gets, as huh? it gets more damaged over the uh, the well, events no, just, of the night. Just the texture itself. You can see the texture of his cowl. Like that was it was smooth before, and now it's just like has a texture to it. Yeah, mm. everything just has a more depth to it, and a lot more detail. It looks awesome. Like I was playing, I played it for like four hours, just cruising through the city. Uh, cool. pl it plays a lot smoother too. I noticed. Be willing. I noticed the uh, the 360 version was always stuttering a little bit, you know, when all those people would come at you. Oh yeah, when you'd have like 20 bad guys fighting yeah. you at once. Yeah, that you can now it doesn't stutter anymore, and fuck up your combos because my combos would always get fucked up when more and more people would jump in. So yeah, so it runs a lot smoother. Uh, I'm like halfway in the game now. There you go. I think so. I think I'm halfway through the game, but I'm like stuck at the one part where I have to uh, uh, just get some shit that's inside of a building. I hate that stuff. It's like, where is it on the map? Oh, it's in the building. How do you get in there? Uh, you have to figure that out. And it's like right in front of your face. Shit. <laughs> like, where is it? I'm just floating around the city. Damn it. Where was it? And I played and finished the game already. <clears throat> Uh, in 2018, no, 20, I play. I started it in 2011 and finished it in 2016. Damn. Yeah. I didn't finish the third one, but I did finish the first two. <clears throat> I finished all of them. The yeah, third... I got what? bored with the third one. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, the third one, at one point you literally have to destroy 60 tanks. Yeah. With your Batmobile. I did it. And I'm like, this isn't Batman. You know, and that's out on game all three Batman, all the um all three Batman games are out on Game Pass right now. All remastered cool. and whatever the fuck. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll play that again. Yeah, it looks so cool. Way better than before. To the point to where it's they just they're disturbing looking. Because there's so much detail, you're like, ooh. Yeah, I bet some of the bad guys look pretty fucking intense. <clears throat> well, just the snow in the air looks way better. You know, all the environments look better. The, um, uh, just the steam coming off the buildings, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, everything's clear instead of blurry at a distance. Like, everything's sharp as shit. You can see Wayne Tower and see the W way out there. That's crazy. That is cool. Yeah, I was just checking. I was like, what the fuck? But what is happening with... I'm um, trying to play Metro 2033. Right, look at this song still going. I'm trying to play Metro 2033. And, and that's on Game Pass. And everyone on Xbox One X has been having overheat problems. Same thing with me. I'll play it and it will overclock the system and shut it down. Wow. I'm like, that's what? Just sound, sounds like a bad port. It's a glitch, but... Um, I was playing it on my Xbox One. It runs fine. One S runs fine. Yeah, I but it looks it like on, shit. <laughs> yeah, I played it on my Xbox One and it <laughs> no problems. But yeah, it's not not great graphics. That's for sure. Yeah, on the One X, it looks amazing. And then it starts going getting really hot. And then I was reading on these little Reddit threads that uh, like yep, I can play for like two hours. It'll boom shut down. 
I'll be set back an hour and a half in my game. I have to start over. That's what that's what's been happening to me. In Metro 2030, I'll go. Oh, I'll get through this whole little town area. Boom! It will shut down. Oh, you're back at the beginning on the train tracks again. I uh, I'd be I'd be five times further in the game if it actually ran correctly. So whatever, you know. Shit happens. Here we go, yeah. We can stop on time. We can stop on time. We are a tight band. We can stop on time. <laughs> we can stop on time. We're a tight band. We're a tight band. That's all it's saying right there. Mm-hmm. Right. That's hard to right. do, it, though, it, man. It, it is. Huh? You know, to make it good, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that is for sure. We're a tight band. We, it, we stop on yeah, time. Just, we've been playing for 30 years together, and fucking, we're basically old married couples now. Let's listen to the ending one more time. Yeah, they're fucking tight, man. They're grooving. The bassist is always sick in this band. And the drummer is insane. And the guitarist. <laughs> okay, here we go. Three, two, one. We're tight. We're a tight band. We're a tight band. We're a tight band. We're a, we're a, we're a tight band. We're a tight band. We're a, we're a, we're a tight band. Uh, I broke it up. We're a tight band. We're a tight band. We're a tight band. There we go. Whew. I mean, I guess it's cool they came out with new music. I was never a Tool fan, but Why weren't you a Tool fan? You didn't like the way I sing. No, not really. <laughs> it's a it's a different uh, type of music, definitely. It's original, you know. In the era, oh. the era that it came out in, Jesus Christ, man, it came out in the middle of grunge and pop metal and rap metal, and you know. Right. I mean, it was certainly not completely unique, but. Everyone, different than a lot of other stuff on the radio. Everyone had record scratching in their fucking music at the time. <laughs> Come on, feel it. You know. Right? It was like the era of the record scratch. Mid-90s. Mm-hmm. Like every like rock band was like from... Yeah, every rock band. Oh, I need a deep bass drum. And some record scratching with a rocking guitar to it, bro. And this and f- we'll bring in a guy to rap over the guitar <clears throat> solo. Yep. And it's like, it's Limp Biscuit and 900 other bands, it sounded like. <laughs> but a lot of them stuck around, man. Look at Insane Clown Posse. They blew up in the 90s. And they're yeah. they're like a cult. You know? 
So, yeah, you just fo- find your following, guys. Just like our following. We're like a cult, too, guys. Come on. Uh, insane um, cloud posse. Or uh, uh, insane uh, bud posse. Insane bud posse. Okay, oh, uh, real quick. Top five soundtracks of July. I know, I was, gonna, I was up in the Himalayas. I, didn't, I couldn't do them. Uh, I'll run through them real quick. The uh, number number five top five soundtracks of July. Uh, Art of Self Defense. Number four, Stuber. Number three, Yesterday. Did I do those already? No, from I don't know, whatever. Let's see. You didn't do soundtracks. Okay. Uh, but, oh, yeah, that's those, right. That's why. That's those, why. Okay. Those movies were in line with your bottom five. That's right. Okay, yeah, I'm reading up top now. <laughs> A lot's happened, guys. Uh, number... Um, what is it? Number... Two. No, number three, Yesterday. Number two, Midsomner. And number one, with a bullet, guys. What do you think it is? Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Come on, guys. You can't beat that soundtrack. Uh, Midsomner was right there. Almost. With the chanting and everything. But we'll go bam. Uh, choo-choo train. We'll just go through a little bit of it. Jenny Take a Ride. By Mitch Ryder in the Detroit Wheels. Yeah, it fit with the movie. Uh, Midsomner's fit perfect with the movie, too, but this one a little bit more, so... He actually went back and uh, traced the soundtracks to the time. <clears throat> and what was playing on the radio at that time. That makes sense. It's pretty easy to do. Yeah. So... And yeah, yeah, so, just, just for the movie itself, my brother and my mom had seen it. They liked the movie itself. I'm sorry, I thought they would hate it, but... Oh, well, I was, I guess I was wrong. They liked uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. 70 millimeters, definitely the way to go with this movie. Uh, you're robbing yourself of a, a better movie. D- you are. It's sad to say. They should put everything in 70 millimeter. But I guess not. <laughs> I guess they can't film everything in 70 millimeter. Uh, bam. Then we got... Buffy Sate Marie We got Bam We got this one I don't know what song this is guys What song is this? I've never heard this song before Oh, it's Mrs. Robinson (laughs) 
I hate this guy I'm sitting next to. I'm not gonna put next to him anymore. I hate his guts. I'm gonna totally fuck him over. This guy really sucks. Hey, it's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Give me all my money, you fucking dick. Oh, whoa, whoa. Wasn't Paul Simon the dick in this one? He just like, he he fucked Garfunkel with the guitar raw. Yeah, like, big first. Yeah, fuck you, Paul Simon. Why don't you go and sing with some more Africans, you motherfucker? It's a really good album, though. But yeah, I know. He has has great music. (laughs) What? I said he apparently screwed Garfunkel over. Oh, yeah, dude. This, This whole song's about that. Okay, now we got Bam. Oh. Bring a little lovin'. Yeah, come on, this is a great soundtrack. Best soundtrack of July, guys. I don't know what's gonna win in August. So far, everything blows. Well... We'll get to that later, but the movies I've seen so far in August, besides Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> uh, okay, a couple more songs. Vagabond, attention now, the Vagabond class of 1993. KHJ Golden. Oh yeah. Clark. Boyle Heights. This is when he could sing about little girls. And no one would bust you. <laughs> well, half of them were dating their cousins that were 13, right? Exactly. Someone should come out with a song like this now. That'd be hilarious. It's so funny, a song from the 50s is risque now. Yeah. Well, um, didn't R. Kelly come out with a bunch of music like that? And now he's facing federal prison time. Well, yeah, but he acted on all of his shit. Oh, I know. <laughs> There's a difference between singing and acting. On it. Same with fucking uh, Great Balls of Fire. He acted on it too. Same with yeah, Elvis Jimmy Presley. Dirtbag. I was gonna say Elvis Presley too. All these guys are fucking pedophiles, man. Come on. Hey, Priscilla, how old are you? Oh, I'm 15. Whatever. Oh. You know? <laughs> Man, I that was perfectly legal. Yeah, because they're all fucking fucking their daughters, that's why. You know? But let's get back to the music, guys. Come on. Woo! What do you say? You want to be the prettiest city? Uh, okay, this, okay, it's this one. Baby, I've been thinking about running away from you. After all you said and done. Yeah. Dude, you can't beat this music. For soundtrack. Number one soundtrack of July, guys. I wanted someone to challenge Quentin Tarantino this month, but I guess not for last month. Oh, well. Is what? I said that's a hard way to go. 
well, going to try and challenge you. Quentin Tarantino does a really good job with soundtracks in his movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He takes his time. Yeah. I mean, I, about the only person that springs to mind immediately is um, James Gunn with his Guardians of the Galaxy soundtracks. And then um, a Baby Driver. Who the fuck was that? Oh, yeah. Well, he put everything to, in time to specific Pacific music. Well, exactly. But, I mean, that kind of attention to the soundtrack doesn't happen in a lot of movies. You know what I mean? No, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. That's why this soundtrack's awesome. Have you seen it yet? Uh, Once Upon a Time? It's worth worth seeing in the theater. You know? All, All of Tarantino's movies are worth seeing in the theater. The only one I haven't seen in the theater is uh, Reservoir Dogs. <clears throat> I think, yeah. I've seen everyone after that in the theater. No, I just finally watched Hateful Eight a couple weeks ago. Oh, really? How'd you like that? I did. I liked it. I mean, it was slow, but... <laughs> well, yeah, it's like a stage play. Yeah, but when the uh, the action started happening, that was fun. Seeing Sam Jackson's dick get blown off, that was yeah, pretty funny. Yeah, it's like an Agatha Christie stage play. That's what it reminded me of. Kinda, yeah, like, uh, what was it? Arsenic and Old Lace kind of shit? And then there will be none, or uh, all those Agatha Christie novels. Uh, there Once there were 12, or whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah, I never. <clears throat> and then there were none, I think is one of them. That's what it reminded me of. Sure. But yeah, this is his huh? most tame movie. As far really? as as far as the um, the the word uh, the use of the word the n word, there's also um, nigger. If you guys don't know what that is, also the um, what, there's no blacks in the movie really. It's mostly whites. You know, because like Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm trying to think of a colored character. None. Besides Bruce Lee, who, which is fine. You know, people still, like, I think Quentin Tarantino recently came out and defended the scene. It's like, whatever. You have to defend shit. Let the art speak for itself. You know? Let people interpret it the way they want. If they interpret it like, oh, you insulted Bruce Lee, fine. If people go, oh, well, they don't care, fine. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like, let it speak. I wouldn't say anything about it. Be like, do what you want with it, public. Once I put it out there, it's not mine anymore. You know, it's for you guys to destroy. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not mine once I put it out there, guys. It's yours. I can't do anything about it. Oh, wait. What song is this? I've never heard this song before. Mm. I've never heard it. What song is this? Oh, the zombies. Whoa, that's a cool name, man. The zombies are cool. Okay, we'll go. Jefferson Airplane. They'll do like a B-side Jefferson Airplane cut. Then they'll do a Son of a Preacher Man. Okay, we're, we're getting into other stuff now. Okay, so... But yeah, that's it, guys. <clears throat> the uh, soundtrack 
Best soundtrack of July. So far, I guess. Right? Best soundtrack of July. We'll tally up every soundtrack I've made. Maybe we won't. I don't care. <laughs> You'll do your top five for the whole year. Uh, yeah, and I won't even mention the ones I've had number one throughout the year. <laughs> right. It'll be completely different. Oh, yeah. It's completely different. I don't know how these people make top 10 lists and all this other shit. Okay. I had my top 50 of the year. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. You're reading. I've ranked every movie that came out this year. Yeah. That's what they do. I've ranked every movie that came out, or I'm adding movies to my ranking because, like, all the Marvel movies and stuff. I'm re ranking mm-hmm. all the Marvel movies in my head now. I can't do that stuff. Just like, I don't know. I just go like brain dead thinking of it. Like, hmm. Well, they probably have some way of tracking it throughout the uh, the year, right? They have a spreadsheet. They can handle it real easy. Uh, so, well, yeah, I don't know. I, I rate the movies as they go along. If they overlap, oh, well. You know, I, I'm not going to look up my sheet and be like, okay. I gave Avengers Infinity War 4.5. Am I gonna give Endgame a five point five, or am I gonna give it a four point five? Also, was it as good? Let's think about this for a second. I don't know. You know, I don't do that. I just like, all right, here we go. Boop, bop. That's a good one. Okay, that was a good one. All right, yeah. I I don't sit there and have spreadsheets on my computer and stuff like that. I'm sure a lot of people do. My spreadsheets right here, man. In my noggin. I'm like Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Photogenic memory. Alyssa movies? Of all <laughs> the movies I've ever seen are right here. I can recall any movie I've seen. That's why I don't buy movies anymore. I just watch them in my head. Ooh. You do have pretty good fucking recall when it comes to that shit, man. Yeah. That one movie from like 1984 with the guy. I just had a, did- um, <clears throat> I have these, uh, oh, I should bring them out. I'll give you some of the uh, trivia when maybe we take a break. But I, um, my mom got me these. Uh, like, she's like, oh, these are from a gas station. It's like a VHS box with three stacks of trivia. Like, um, one's action movies, one's um, Oscars, and one's comedy classics. And there's like mm. 60 questions in each. And I went up huh. against my brother, who's also a movie buff. I beat him 33 to th- six. Damn. On movie questions. He doesn't know superhero movies. He doesn't wow. know. I'll give you some after we take a break. Remind me. Write that okay. down. Write it down. Remind me because I want to give you the quiz too. Uh, yeah, so. All right, what was I talking about now? Destroying your brother at movie trivia. Yeah, I destroyed him at movie trivia. I'll give you some of the questions after the break. But then the, uh, what, what was I talking about before that? God Damn it, Jim. Uh, your soundtracks? Um, uh, okay, we'll go back to, back to soundtrack. Mind Palace, the what? Mind Palace movies? Oh, my Mind Palace of movies, guys. Bam. Um, I can watch Predator in 4K in my mind. <laughs> I don't need to buy it for 20 bucks at fucking Target. You know? There you go. I just buy, I just buy it. <laughs> Save that 20 bucks. <clears throat> Save the 20 bucks. Uh, I have total recall. 
total recall in my mind guys for movies that i i know i've seen like the thing i can watch that in my head right now oh that's a good part oh oh there we go oh here he goes here comes recruity here he goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh blade runner oh there we go oh it's flying around oh here comes decker oh there goes the horse he's eating noodles again oh eating oh it's raining there we go. Oh, there's a mechanical owl. Uh, a what? A turtle in the desert? What's that? Oh, it's over, flipping over. Okay, bye. Oh, watch out. Now I'm watching um, Escape from New York. He's flying in on a glider. Oh, he just landed. Bam. He just ran into uh, a fucking... Uh, uh, um, uh, what's his name? Gotta have his face. Ernest Borgnine. He just ran into Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> He's like, oh, you Snake Plissken? Mm-hmm. Runs into him. Oh, watch out. Here comes the Duke. Oh, watch out. Here comes... Uh, what's her face? Uh, big titty curly-haired chick. Come on, you know. Oh. Oh. Uh, Adrian Barbeau. Uh, thank you. <clears throat> Here comes Adrian Bubo. <laughs> And along with Harry Dean Stanton. Watch out, guys. Here they come. See, I have all these movies in my head, dude. Mm-hmm. Just boom. Chris. What? Everyone knows. Well, I can watch them in my head, so you don't have me. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I only... I've recently just... That's why I watch movies multiple times in the theater. I don't usually rent them after that. I just recall the time I saw them in IMAX or... It's like, oh, yeah, that did look cool in IMAX because I don't need to watch it after that. Or, oh, yeah, that did look cool in Prime. I don't know. <laughs> Total movie recall, guys. It's the new trendy thing to do. Right? I suppose so. What? You would know better than I. long ago i missed him because of fucking schoolwork but uh so you can keep your faith 
in a three-piece band? Hmm? I said I think two-piece. Two-piece? Four-piece. Oh, four-piece. Let me hear it. Let me see if I can hear it. I hear a bass. I hear a guitar. Singer. So the singer doesn't play anything. Yep. Well, no. Actually, looking at the photo on Wikipedia. Uh, rhythm? Plays rhythm? Bass. Ah, oh, okay. And then two guitarists and the drum. Okay, so rhythm, lead, guitars. Okay. No, sorry. He, uh, he plays guitar, the singer. Okay. Right. God, the fucking singer and bassist look a fucking lot alike. <clears throat> brothers. Come on, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not that kind of brother. Yeah, like, uh, what was it? M showed me that thing. What did she send me one time? It was uh, Hulk Hogan devastated after 23 Me reveals he's not everyone's brother. <laughs> he would be sad, wouldn't he? It's like, what brother? Oh, man. Yeah, he's not everyone's brother. Okay, what do you got before I rate the first movie I saw? Where is it? I need to look it up. Uh, so this is actually pretty cool. Um, uh, you know, Outside Lands, right? Yes. Okay. So for those who don't know, Outside Lands is a long running fucking concert series that's held in fucking Golden Gate Park every fucking August. Um, when the weather's actually kind of nice up there. And, uh, this was the first Outside Lands since it began where legal cannabis was sold during the event. So you could go buy fucking weed or, you know, concentrates, all types of stuff. I'm sure. Edible. Yeah, all the uh, probably all the um, shops had their stands up, right? Yeah, that's what it looks like from the photos I've been looking at. But yeah, basically you could you could buy weed during the show, which is pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. I expect more venues to start doing this as a routine matter, of course. Oh, yeah. Well, they yeah, they'll have like dab bars set up and little weed bars. You can take bong hits right there. Right. Um, yeah, like that one time when I was at the dab bar, it was like a guy giving you samples of liquor or anything else. He's like, hey, do you want to try some of this stuff? This is from a company I'm promoting. Do, 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 do. Sure, mm-hmm. I'll take a dab of that. Boop. You know, go to the next guy. Hey, my company does that also. Oh, cool, really? Boop. You go to like nine different dab bars. Well, eventually, be the the girl who used to carry around the thing of cigarettes and candy. You know, mm-hmm. she'll carry on weed. <clears throat> oh buy yeah. Joints for her, fucking edibles, whatever. Oh, dude, easily. Yeah, the um, the Barbary Coast. They're getting to know me there now more so. Like, hey, how's it going? So well, I was you're a, there a couple times a month, right? Uh, at least. But still, I'm sure they have a lot of people coming through there. You know? Like a lot. Mm. Oh, I'm sure, but still. You know. You see the same face enough times, you're going to go, I know you, you're pretty regular. The, um, what was that I went up there? Oh, when I went to see Hobbs and Shaw. I'm like, when was the last time I was up there? Oh, when I went to see Hobbs and Shaw. 
Uh, with the kind of funny guys over there. Yeah, I didn't run into anyone but Andy. I saw Kevin. I talked to Tim. But I didn't see Nick or Greg. So, oh well. Maybe when yeah. I go to... Uh-huh. I was just going to say you're more looped into it than I am. Okay, so what are you talking about? Sorry. Uh, no, just outside lands. Selling weed so the, legally as a recreational use... <clears throat> think during the show that's pretty fucking awesome like that's the biggest concert venue i've heard of that had legitimate sellers of cannabis rather than like you know oh i just brought in an ounce and it was cool you know kind of thing true uh well well yeah well that's what it is now like in uh like at the uh the concert we just went to the wu-tang clan there's no one getting busted they weren't selling exactly. weed, but... Exactly. That's, that's my point. Shoreline didn't give a fuck if you sparked up a big joint inside, but they didn't have someone selling you that joint in working inside the venue. Outside lands did. They had multiple, in fact. They had edibles and, like I was saying, joints and fucking dabs and all types of shit. That was like pop-up weed stores. That's cool. Man, yeah. So that happened uh, this past couple weekends ago. Yeah, all your favorite bands were there. Uh, Childish Gambino, uh, 21 Pilots. Uh, that was the only two I remember. <laughs> Beyonce. <laughs> I mean, what? Three day long show. Yeah, three days long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every time it happens, I'm out of town. I've never been around. And then the, um, the, uh, and it was hot as shit. Like those three days. <laughs> mm. It's like a record heat in San Francisco. Right. It was 72. That was a record heat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it was like 98, 99 in San Francisco. Oh, I know. People were just melting. It's like, oh, all the concrete. It's like, ah. All the painted ladies' paint immediately peels off. Yep. Okay, let's see. Uh, all right, here we go. Ready? For the first movie. Three, two, movie, go. Scary stories to tell in the dark. In ni- it's 1968. In America, change is blowing in the wind, but seemingly far removed from the unrest in the cities is the small town of Mill Valley, where the generations, the shadow of the Bellow family has loomed large. It is in their mansion on the edge of town that Sarah, a young girl, with horrible secrets turned her tortured life into a series of scary stories written in a book that has transcended time stories that have a way of becoming all too real for groups of teenagers who discover Sarah's terrifying home Scary stories to tell in the dark, starring 
Zio Margaret. Zoe Margaret Zio. <laughs> Zoe Margaret Coletti. Michael Graz. Gabrielle Rush. Dean Norris. Gil Bellows. Lauren Tostarini. Austin Zori. Natalie Gesorani. Austin Ambrose. Kathleen Portland. As Sarah Bellows. Stephanie Bling. Uh, oh, oops, what happened? Damn it! And there we go. Scary stories to tell in the dark. So, okay, this movie... It was pretty good. For what it was. You know? It wasn't bad. At all. For what it was, you know? It was PG-13. Based on the iconic book series. Did you ever read these movies? These stories? You're muted again. Hello? I don't know how I can... Fuck. So... Uh so anyway, uh, no, I never read the stories. I think they were after my time. I'm okay. Not positive, so. Okay, you were more of a uh, goosebumps guy. <laughs> no, I was more of a Tolkien. Uh, hold on a second. Keep talking. Oh, uh, sorry. I thought you were looking up something. Uh, no, I, I, I didn't read too much horror, like Stephen King and. Uh, well, mostly Stephen King uh, when I was a kid, but um... oh, and what's Bucket? Fucking Cthulhu guy, H.P. Uh, Lovecraft stuff like that. Uh huh. Like old gothic horror, I guess. Frankenstein, Dracula, but not. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. No. Okay. <clears throat> Keep talking. Keep talking. Okay. Well, we'll talk about what I read when I was a kid, I guess, folks, since that's the thread we're on now. We'll we'll skip that because. We don't talk about books too much, and that's okay. Um, so, no, uh, the interesting thing I found out uh, is that we have bionic eyes coming. Uh, the interesting, neat thing about them is that um, the second generation of bionic eyes are going to be able to do predator-type shit and give you access to the infrared spectrum and also, uh, you know, the visible light spectrum. Um, no word on whether you get the UV or not, but, you know, we'll see. maybe that's Generation 3. Um, but, nonetheless, Bionic Eyes are being developed, and that's good news for a lot of people out there. So, um, this particular article is about one in, uh, one device being created by the University of Manchester. Um, and they are working on, uh, trialing a more capable artificial vision system that's directly implanted into the patient's brain. And this one is called the Orion Visual Cortical Prosthesis System. Fancy. Basically means uh, they're replacing your eyeballs with little cameras and gizmos and doodads. And uh, it will stimulate the same part of your brain that your eyes and optic nerve would which is interesting. So we're getting into the cyberpunk era of uh, implanting devices to enhance the human body. Uh, I'm all for it. I want bionic legs. 
you know, we shall see what happens with all this stuff. But I'll be back in a second. Uh, Hold on. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Chris is still gone. No, I was talking oh, about. Jesus. Sorry. I was talking about bionic eyes. Huh? I'm breaking up like crazy. All right. Um, what are you talking about? Bionic eyes. No idea how this came out on your end. Uh, <laughs> whatever, because it shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so well, no, it, just sounded, it sounded choppy, like Skype was fucking up, but you weren't there to give me feedback. So I was talking about Bionic Eyes uh, company. Well, the University of Manchester over in England is working on a uh, basically a replacement for people's eyes that stimulates the same part of the brain that an eye would to catch you up to speed on what all the listeners just heard. Or maybe didn't if Skype was that bad. Um, so anyway, it will have the ability to go into the infrared spectrum, Chris. So you will have oh. predator vision. Predator. Speaking of predator vision, guys, in scary stories to tell in the dark. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... Uh, scary stories. Four stories. It reminds me of, uh, what is it? Creep show meets a little bit of, uh, what was that? Um, the one with, uh, with the spirit of Halloween. You know, those little stories and all meet up and there's a werewolf and everything. Uh, I forget. Whatever. <clears throat> Trick or treat. Sorry. Trick or treat. It's a little bit of trick or treat. Uh, meets uh, uh, creep show. Yeah. With the stories. So the whole the premise is she, they go to this house where this girl was kept. She wrote these stories and the stories became real. But what really happens is when she writes the stories, they become real. So and they thought she was telling them, and then they'd become real. They they just write themselves, or yeah, she just writes stories about people, and then it becomes a reality. Huh. So okay. she'll just be like, "Hey, uh, Johnny went out to play. Oh, then he broke his leg, and then his leg ripped off of his face. You know, off, and then he tumbled down a hill, and mm -hmm. you know, landed on spikes. Yeah, stuff like that." <laughs> So when you have a story written about you, you're gonna die. So one of the stories was that straw man or the uh, the scarecrow in the field comes alive. Uh, Harold, I think it's called. The story's called Harold. It's about the scarecrow named Harold. Mm -hmm. And then opens up with one of the asshole kids hitting it with a bat and stuff and abusing it. So it comes alive. You hurt the scarecrow's feelings. Well, no. Well, the story just comes alive in the story. The scarecrow's have feelings. It's just an inanimate object. An animate object. And swinging the um, bat. He's swinging the bat at it. The thing starts coming at him. Collapses on him. Turns him into a straw man. Mm-hmm. So he gets, and now he's a missing child. Like, oh, where where'd my child go? Oh, he's rot field. The scarecrow's only wearing his Letterman jacket. Where's my child? 
Yeah, just dummies. Uh, the second story is some kid who's scared of some big lady coming after him with weird hair and a weird freaky face. Like, yeah, I can see how this would freak little kids out. Uh, it's a white white lady and in a red room, and she just, like, engulfs you, like, hugs you, and you just become part of her, and you disappear. Oh, like the chick from American Gods who eats <clears throat> you with her vagina? Almost. But the, uh, then you have, um, what's her face? Uh, what's the other one? That, that's one of the stories. The other story is, uh, yeah, it all takes place in 1968, which mm-hmm. is cool. It's not modern, which I thought it was, but it's not. So they get away with a lot in 1968. So mm-hmm. then, um, what else did they call it? What else did they do? Oh, uh, I think the best one for me was the guy who falls apart and comes back together. Like the Racky Tacky Man or something like that. Hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah, he he was he, he'd be pretty freaky if I was a little kid and saw that thing. Basically, he he starts coming in through his chimney, like his head rolls in first, and then his torso drops, then all his body parts drop, and then he slowly comes together. And then he can just like, and he comes together in weird positions and stuff. Not you know, and keeps running after this dude. It's freaky, man. It like doesn't stop. It's crazy. I think that was the freakier one. Uh, then they had the yeah, the straw man, the hugger chick. Uh, it's called Sleep. Harold. And. Uh, that hugger chick. Uh, what's her face? I forget her name. Uh, Sleep Harold, hugger chick, and body part dude. Sleep Harold, uh, yeah. Sleep Harold. Harold. Uh, no, Harold and the hu- sleep and the hugger chick are the same thing. So that's three. The fourth one, I think, was what's her face with Sarah, the chick who was possessed, and oh, you have to let the spirit be free. So it doesn't hurt you anymore, so. Hmm. You know those type of movies. So let's see. They, uh... <laughs> I do. Uh, let's see. Metacritic rating of uh, 62. So violence. Let's see. Modern violence, modern profanity. What do I rate this fucking thing? Um... <laughs> Oh, man, where did I go with it? Oops. Oh, there it is. Uh, two out of five ear holes, three to five eye holes, and about three out of five lost toes. It was interesting. It was interesting enough to keep me on my toes. Some of the stories. For a kid's movie. <clears throat> PG-13. Scary scories. Scories. Nah, I'll give it a... Yeah, it's about a... Yeah, about three out of five. Uh, lost toes, or three out of five broken down bodies. Oh yeah, that was the other one. The fourth one was the guy who loses his toe. He's like a zombie. And he's like, "Where's my toe?" He looks for his toe, and the guy's like, "Oh, yummy! Who brought the stew?" Right? And he's eating the stew, and guess what's in the stew? His toe. Uh oh, you're muted again. There you go. 
I don't know what Skype's doing to me, dude. I don't <laughs> get it. Um, yeah. His, his toe is in the stew, huh? <clears throat> Toasts and eyeballs and other stuff. It's like, mmm, this stew's good. So just eating it, and then boom. Close up on his face while eating the toe. Pulling it out of his mouth like slow motion. You see like the nail and it's all gray. Like, yeah. oh. <laughs> That's nasty. There is a place in the Yukon up in Canada where you can order a fucking drink that has an old severed mummified toe in it. What's it called? The toe drink? Uh, hold on. No, no, toe jam. They better call it toe jam. It's called the sour toe cocktail. Would you drink that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you're I a like drinker. Food, but I'm not drinking that. But here, my friend, the sour toe cocktail. Where is it? It's in Dawson City, Yukon, which is in Canada. Oh. Drink it, so, eh? Yeah. I got so another apparently... one with moose nuts in it. Oh. That probably happens, too. <laughs> you want to drink these moose nuts? Yeah, so apparently over the years, because this has been going on for a long time, since uh, 1920, actually, um, or 1920-ish, uh, this bar has been serving a drink where they drop a toe into a shot of whiskey or, you know, into a glass of whiskey. You have to drink it, and the toe has to touch your lips or teeth. And if you do, you get put on their fucking plaque, their wall of uh, honor, whatever you want to call it. And uh, uh. so, yeah. Sour Toe Cocktail at the Sour, the Sour Dough Saloon in Dawson City. Come here, eh? We got moose balls, raccoon nuts. Yeah. We dip everything in alcohol, eh? Yeah. <laughs> we got the fur of a muskrat. You light that on fire, inhale the smoke, and then take a shot of moose nuts. Like, what the fuck is that? That's serious boredom in the winter is what that is, probably. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. That's called cabin fever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's light some let's light some fur on fire and inhale it, eh? We've got all these extra moose nuts laying around. What should we do with them? Let's dip them and then we'll uh, slam them in our drinks, eh? That's hella cool, eh? Like, okay, moose nuts. Yeah, I don't know, guys. Okay, speaking of. <laughs> Mm. Moose nuts. <laughs> Is that the name of the episode? What? <clears throat> Speaking of moose nuts. The farewell. Yellow fever has struck the cinemas, guys. Asians are invading, but it's a good thing, because we like them. 
They're all over with, uh, uh, Woo Assassins. It is the guy from the raid. I was like, I was like, oh, that's the guy. <laughs> I've seen the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it is the guy from the raid, guys. I'm the racist. The raid-sist. <laughs> okay, here we go. So did you watch the thing? Uh, no, I'm watched like I'm like four episodes in. Okay, I'm about where you are. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's okay. Yeah, it's a little cheese ball. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, it's a, oh, you must uh, knife slice, uh, turtle shell, uh, back break, uh, green screen. I'm like what? <laughs> Turtle First, shell. What? Problem with the title. What? Turtle shell back break green screen. No, just the title. Woo oh. assassins. Woo assassins. It's a stupid fucking name. It's filmed on location in San Francisco. That's clear. Uh, half like half and half. There's some place like, oh, hey, I'm across the bay, and it's a complete yeah. fake background, <laughs> like in his garage. <laughs> It's like, hey, I own a garage across the bay. No, you don't. And it's like you can see San Francisco right across from where he is. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> side of the bay bridge. Well, maybe he does because he's in with the triad gangs and stuff. They have secret tunnels under the bay. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I just saw that guy interviewed um, on Collider, I think. Uh, he seems like a cool guy. His dad was the stunt coordinator for the um, Batman, the first Batman movie. The raid guy was? No, no, the, um, sorry. the Not the raid guy, but the guy who owns the chop shop, who has the burn on his neck, who got beat uh, up and everything, that guy. Yeah. He has, like, the little fucking thin mustache. He's a real martial artist. Uh, he says the two women in there are real martial artists. Like, they actually fight still in real life. Oh, really? Competitively, huh? Yeah, I think so. Like, you can watch... Uh, I forget her name. You can watch the, their knockout videos on YouTube. <laughs> I'll check them out. Yeah. So, yeah, most of the people in there, he says, are badasses. Like, the guy... He, like, he's humbled by the guy from the raid. Dude, that guy's intense. Yeah, he's like, come on, mate, you can learn. He's like, dude, I'll never punch as fast as you because I'm not as small as you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, he's intense. It's funny. Uh, it's an okay show. Yeah. I mean, it's a three out of five kind of show. Yeah. The yeah. fucking story is cheesy as fuck. But uh, the action sequences are pretty fun. Yeah, they have some cool fight scenes. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's, that's the only reason I'm watching it is for some good fucking just choreography of fights. Yeah. Yeah, he likes to smack people's faces into stuff. Mm-hmm. He's just like, slam everything. <clears throat> okay, here we go. We're back on to... Don't tell Grandma she's diring. What? Don't tell Grandma she's diring. Why? Because it's in Chinese culture. We don't tell people when they're dying of diseases. Why? Don't ask me. It's a thousand year old tradition. So, we're going to 
fake a wedding so we can get the whole family together to see her one last time before she dies. But she won't know. Uh, these, this, uh, these, their cousins are getting married, not to each other, but to someone else. So they all fake a wedding. They all travel to China to meet their grandma in the farewell. The farewell. It's gonna keep looping. I'm gonna get sick of this song. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay, let me look up the farewell. Okay, it's gonna be right here. Right up in here with the top trendy movies. Here we go. Eight point. A Chinese family discovers her grandmother only has a short while to live. I already told you this stuff. <clears throat> okay, so. Oh, 10 out of 10. <laughs> get out your douche voice. Hmm? I said get out your douche voice as you read it. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I kept waiting to get emotionally involved and bought my ticket hoping that I would. But the only line I found fulfilling was the grandmother telling her granddaughter, oh, this is three out of ten, granddaughter that in China people see themselves as a part of a whole in instead of their American view of being strictly an individual. Okay, let's read the ten out of ten. Oh, here, let's read the ones out of ten. Okay. Jesus Christ. Okay, let's read them get one out of ten. This is such an unnecessary waste of time. I don't even understand how or why this movie got made. I understand it before going in to see it. I understand it. I understand. What? I'm not even reading that wrong. I understand it before going to see it and assumed we would find out why the lie was one that was such an important lie, line to keep, and that isn't the case. There is simply no explanation. There was no emotion or cavity, and the acting was not good at all, nor were there anything else to be lackluster plot. The story could have been told in two minutes. <laughs> uh, this is great. I hate Chinese people. Their faces are too flat. They can't wear sunglasses. What's their problem? Okay, let's read a 9 out of 10. Here we go. These are 1 out of 10s, 4 out of 10s. Okay, 5 out of 10. I hear 10 out of 10s. Here we go. The farewell is phenomenal. And one of the best films of 2019. Aquafina her, sheds her usual persona to take on this role, and she's truly fantastic. The real standout here, however, is Shangsheng Xingzhu and Nai She's funny, down to earth, and absolutely heartbreaking. It's a brilliant performance from a Phenomenal older Chinese actress, and I hope she's remembered come award season. Same with Aquafina. Yeah, the, the grandma was cool. She was just like, oh, she's like, whatever. 
she doesn't know she's dying. And they didn't want to send... Sorry, they didn't want to send Aquafina down there because she can't hold it together, so they weren't going to have her come down. So they did... Actually, they didn't have her come down. Then she got a ticket and flew down there and surprised them all. And she's like, oh my god! And they're like, And then lost it. And the whole family's like... Like the mom just glaring at her. She's like, God damn it. And they can't say anything about it. So it's like, hi, my, my, or Tai Tai, or whatever they call Mima. <clears throat> whatever they call her grandmas. So yeah, they have a whole wedding. Everyone hangs out with the grandma. It was a, it was a cool little movie. It wasn't bad. You know? It wasn't bad at all. It was funny. Okay. The, the uh, let's see. What, the funny Fair part was uh, I was sitting next to this this chick. She's pretty hot. Um, but uh, I wasn't there when she sat down, so I sat down there right next to her, right. And the boyfriend of me was like, "Hey, you want to switch seats? Hey, you want to?" <laughs> Is he trying to get ready? No, just trying to uh, like switch seats with her, so I'm not sitting directly next to her. No. Oh. I'm saying, uh, and she's like, "It's fine." I was like, "Hey, you want to?" But it, like, what the fuck is going on over here? I can see out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, trying to look like, like a dick. I know. I'm like trying to look straightforward. Yo, dude, I'm not going to like grab her randomly yeah. in the middle of the movie. Yeah, I'm not going to put my hand up her skirt. Come on, just chill out. I'm just sitting yeah. here with my hands folded watching. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Hey, uh, what, uh, hey, uh, what, uh, that's always funny. And plus, you yeah. they're both white. I'm a colored guy. Hilarious. That's the funny part. Maybe she likes colored guys. Mm. It's like, no, it's fine. I like sitting next to this colored guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, the that farewell. so that's an uh, audience rating, which I haven't done in a while. That's a two out of five arrogant assholes. Or fucking insecure assholes. Yeah, insecure. Yeah, two out of five insecure assholes. Uh, there's a guy Just, sitting next to you. Watch out. <laughs> you're not allowed to talk to anyone with a penis. No, not at all. Don't pet boy dogs <laughs> or cats. <laughs> Nothing of the opposite sex. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know what was wrong with the guy. So the movie itself... Yeah, the guy's a weirdo. Uh, it hasn't been in too many... Uh, okay, let me read the cast. Aquafina as Bill... Taz May as Hayden. You'd know him when you saw him. Yeah, oh, that guy. <laughs> right. Uh, Diana Lean as Jan. Uh, Ailey Mazuri. I don't know the fuck these people's names. God damn it. They're too foreign for me. Jim Liu. It's Dr. Song. I don't know. So, yeah. yeah. You might like it. You might not. It's a cool little story about how uh, how families traditionally lie to their elders. Like the sister went in and got the results in the beginning of the movie. And uh-huh. and, and then she's like sitting there. It's like, so what did the dog show? She got, you know, her head scanned. Like, oh, she has a tumor. I guess it's killing her. Like, oh, so what did the doctor say? Oh, you're all fine. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're good. Like, really? Yep. Nothing wrong. Let's go. They're like, oh, cool. What the fuck? That's weird, right? That, yeah, it, it is an odd thing to not 
know that you're dying, you know, but I also understand it. Yeah, it's it's a weird tradition, but that's technically that is a tradition that they have in China. They're like, well, this is what we're doing now. We're going to have a party for grandma, uh, but we're going to hide it as a wedding and fly everyone out to China. There's some cool China shots. So let's see, what do I rate this thing? Cool Chinese shots. Uh, there was a lot of Bruce Lee. No, there wasn't. Did I see? Uh, no, I saw at least one or two Bruce Lee references. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Yeah. yeah, he was painted on a wall somewhere in there. Okay, let's see. Uh, right? Come on. So let's see. Uh, damn it. What the fuck happened to the movie? Okay, well, I give it... Oh, why am I even looking at the movie? I'm trying to look at the list. Okay, here we go. Three out of five ear holes. Three out of five eye holes. Three out of five bad jokes. Three out of five bad jokes. So three out of five tumor heads. That's two. More heads. Three out of five tumor heads. Oh, woo assassins. I, uh, so far, two out of five ear holes. One out of five eye holes. Some of that CG is real bad. Yeah. Some of it is. Especially the fire shit. Like anything yeah. having to do with people burning looks well, terrible. I give it two to five fire palms. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it is the guy from the raid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, it took me an episode to, to make sure. But yeah. It was weird to see him speak English. I think that's why. Was it? Yeah. Oh, bar- oh, dude, he barely it. speaks it. And they're trying to hide that fucked up tooth he got. He needs to go to a dentist. Whatever. No, he's going to get that thing punched out. It's going to, like, cut his lip open or something. You know? Either that or he's going to learn some crazy martial arts move that yeah. uses it specifically. Well, maybe, but... Yeah, good martial arts in there. There's no martial arts in this... Trying to think, is there? There might be some like background martial arts here and there, you know, uh, like monks or something training that they walk through in the background. But she doesn't get into like a fight with her grandma or anything. Oh, and the farewell. Yeah, the farewell. Not in the. <laughs> we're, we're mixing. Woo <laughs> assassins meets the farewell. Woo farewell. And we need to kung fu fight. It'll be fair woo, assassins. Yeah, so beating the shit out of their grandma. And they go, they all go to China to punch grandma in the face. Because grandma is holding one of the cheese, one of the five elements. And the guy even said, he's like, yeah, we stole from, you know, five deadly venoms. Like, of course you did. Mm Because they were the five elements also. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. that story's told in every culture, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, this is clearly ripped from China, but, you know, They're that all... shit's been around forever. Now they take place in San Francisco. It's right. like, okay. How are these, yeah, people, it, how are these people affording anything here? What? <laughs> it's not a good story. No, it's a, and, like, the guy's like, yep, we have the first heroin-addicted Asian um, actor on screen ever. There's never been an Asian actor addicted to heroin. What? In a TV show. 
Okay. Maybe in a TV show. Yeah. If you think about it, there's been blacks, Mexicans, <laughs> whites, mm-hmm. uh, never Asians. Asians have been left out of being addicted to any drugs. No, that's not true. They've been addicted to opium. Well, yeah, well, he's addicted to heroin, so there you go. Like in Penny Dreadful in the opium dens. Yeah. They had a whole bunch of Chinese guys all doped up. But the, well, that's true. But were they, they're the ones giving the dope, right? No. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so there you go, guys. So he's wrong. Let's text. Or Peaky Blinders? Text him right now. I just texted him, guys. Good job. I told him what was what. Of the crash people are dead. To our quiz, damn it! Real quick, that was crass. Fucking '80s, fucking. I guess you'd call them avant-garde punk. They're weird, but they're yeah. punk. And they had a fucking uh, squat in London, someplace where all the music for Crass and Rudimentary Peni and the other bands were made. So early '80s, Crass imploded. Everyone, bunch of people died. It was bad news. Some of them are still alive. I don't know if they're making music or not, but Crass is no longer a thing. Um, but go check them out. They're fun. Old punk. They're a little too crass. Hmm. Right. They are. They're pretty rude. If, if you've got, like, you know, thin skin, don't go listen. 
<laughs> Otherwise, go listen to Crass. I like him. Uh, yeah, I liked Crass. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not all their songs. Some of them are annoying as fuck. Yeah, they're <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some really good ones. Yeah, they have they have a handful of really good songs, but yeah, a lot of them are just like what? Okay, here we go. Speaking of one of your favorite songs, is I'm it? Talking, yeah, I'm talking. The kitchen. The wives of New York gangsters in Hell's Kitchen in the 1970s continued to operate their husbands rackets after they're locked up in prison. This is The Kitchen. Yeah. You like Montrose? <laughs> Montrose? <clears throat> yeah. You know, you'll you'll know the song when you hear the when you hear the uh, the chorus. Here we go. Oh, uh, you muted again. Are you talking now? Talk. Yeah, I'm talking. Okay, there you go. I think Ted turned up too loud on your end, bud. You're rocking too hard, bro. Oh, sorry, bro. Is that freedom rock, man? <laughs> turn it up. <laughs> turn it up, man. We'll turn it up, man! That's like such an old reference, dude. It really is. <laughs> you just dated yourself so fucking hard. Like, oh, no dude. One, no one that, huh. Oh, people know it's up. Yeah, people are Yeah, people know it's up. Is that Freedom Rock, man? Okay, so the kitchen, let's get into it. So the... It's okay. It's not great. New Daredevil movie? No, if, if Daredevil is a bunch of chicks, so uh-huh. Melissa McCartney, uh-huh. McCarthy is, is is Kathy, Brendan, Tiffany Haddish is Ruby, O'Carroll, Elizabeth Moss is, uh, Claire Walsh, Dalmel Gleason is, Gabriel O'Malley, uh, James Badge Daniel is Kevin Carroll, blah 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 blah. Um, yeah, so basically they run around. Oh, no, we're in charge now. We're shooting everybody. Blah, blah, blah. Like, everyone that they wanted to close storylines with, there's like, we'll just shoot him in the head. You know, like, they have all these open storylines with all these people. They say they just off them all so they don't have to do anything about their stories. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know, man. The movie really didn't work that much. <clears throat> Tiffany Haddish trying to be a badass. Uh, and Melissa McCarthy trying to be a badass, taking money, like three women in the 70s. They would have been all shot in the back of the head. Mm. Uh, and they're also working with the mob. The mob finds out about it. And they're like, all right, we'll work for you. Or work with you. It's like, really? They'd shoot them all in the back of the head. 
I'm sure. Uh, is it based on? It's based. It's a comic book. It's a Vertigo comic book called The Kitchen. Okay, but that doesn't mean it's true. I know it's, it's DC Vertigo, I guess. <clears throat> so I'm surprised more comic book fans didn't come see it. Maybe it's not a good comic book. God, this song's still going. Is that Freedom Rock, man? Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so let's see the kitchen. Yeah, they run around shooting a bunch of people. They say fuck a lot. It's the 70s. You know, they got the 70s uh, New York down pretty well. Just scummy trash flying everywhere. <laughs> you know, just newspapers everywhere. Uh, let's see what they have here. Sex and nudity. Uh, none. Violence and gore. Uh, severe? No, it's not severe. No. The violence and gore is not severe. Let's see. See all. Severe. Let's see. F word is used in a scene. Uh, and no one's written anything yet. There's no details on it, but whatever. Bam. Uh, let's see what they have. Uh, what else do they have here? It might be in the, uh... There we go. Is that Freedom Rock, man? <laughs> nope, but turn it up. We'll turn it up, man. A pretty rocking soundtrack. It might be in my top five soundtracks for August. I mean, yeah. it's hit all the classic rock highlights so far. Oh, dude, come on. Oh, really? Barracuda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, here's another one. Uh, oh, that's a slow one. That's Gold Dust Woman. Okay, so. Um, I don't know. Here we go. Oh, we got Skinnered. Got it, Skinnered. Uh, Hard Times by Baby Huey and the Babysitters. I don't know, whatever that is. Okay, so yeah, the movie itself, let's see. Soundtrack's pretty cool. Uh... But the movie dragged on. It didn't really have a good ending. I give it two to five ear holes, two to five eye holes, two to five shots to the head. Oh, and they like to chop up bodies. The women do? Yeah, the women like to chop up bodies. They learn from a hitman how to chop up the bodies and get rid of them. So yeah. the husbands get out of jail. What do you think is going to happen to those bodies? <laughs> they get chopped up and fed oh, to yeah. the duck. They chop him up with knives. He was teaching him how to cut him at the ligaments and stuff and break the bones backwards. Yeah. Uh, he's like, hey, you want to cut here? Pop it backwards. Uh, cut it into these pieces. And then he's like, then you want to push it into the river. And the tide will take it out into the ocean if you push it out right here in this part. So, yeah. They know how to dispose of all their, all their victims easily. <laughs> yeah, it's, cra it's crazy. It's like, yeah, and you want to stab the body and so it doesn't have gas in it. 
Yeah. Right. It's like poking a potato before you put it in the microwave. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta poke a few holes in it, otherwise it explodes. Yeah, because if that thing bloats. Well, just like the, um... What was that in, uh... God, what movie was that? Um, I think it's in, um, in Ozark, where they wrap everybody in chicken wire. So when the body bloats, it just becomes fish food. You know? So I haven't watched that much of Ozark. I got to uh, one scene, and I was just like, I don't know if I can go back to it. Uh, well, in Ozark, yeah, oh, it's amazing. They have, uh, I think they wrap everybody in chicken wire. So when the bodies bloat, it just cuts through the chicken wire and becomes fish food. Right. I'm like, huh, that's cool. And also, the chicken <laughs> wire has weight to it, so that helps balance out the human gas. Yeah. It's kind of brilliant, guys, if you think about it. Uh, here we go. Action. Okay, I got the quiz cards, guys. Oh, shit. These are the you ones I got. See how bad I am at movie trivia. These are the ones I got. 33 out of this stack here. I think I got 33 out of the stack here. So if I... Get all uh, of them right. I can be as good as Chris at movie trivia, but I'm probably going to be as good as your brother. Just heads up. Uh, well, I don't know. We'll see. Okay, I'm gonna give you a um. <sighs> okay. I promise not to use Imdba. Well, okay, yeah. Don't use Imdba. <clears throat> yeah. I just closed my browser. Well, I minimized it because I have stories still, but um, I'm not looking at it. Okay. Anyway, hit me. Okay, here we go. All right. Let's see. The first question. Wait, show me the back real close. The questions aren't on the back. Oh, no. man. No, they're here we go, guys. For uh, movie trivia, just a little taste of it. Uh, if M gets home, maybe she could uh, give us a quiz, but I don't think she'll be here in time. But whatever. Movie trivia for the stack I've already gone through. For Skip, hey, here we go. Let's see what you got. Okay, number one. Which film in the James Bond series did Daniel Craig first star in? Casino Royale. Boom. Got it. Got it. Bond question. I've seen every Bond movie. Okay. All right. Fine. What is the name of the town PC Angel is transferred to in Hot Fuzz? Oh, shit. I love Hot Fuzz, too. It's in Sheffield. What's it called? I don't know. Fucking... Underpants upon twining. I don't know. Okay, so uh, no, it's called uh, Sanford. I didn't get this one either. Yeah, I wouldn't remember that. I like that movie though. Okay, in three hundred, the Persian army is led by which character? Xerxes. Nice, King Xerxes. I didn't get this one. No, okay. Well, uh, see, I've read the uh, the historical. Yeah, that's what I would think you'd get this one. Yeah. Yeah, so that that's actually historical. Xerxes was the, the yeah. emperor of Babylon. He had a nose ring and everything. Oh yeah, Which... totally. He was like fucking thirty five feet tall. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
<laughs> it's like that minute bowl so- with a fucking nose ring. Okay, here we go. Uh, which actor starred as Face in the 2010 film The A-Team? Oh, uh, Bradley Cooper. I didn't get this one either, see? Really? Okay. I, f- I, I, th- I said uh, Chartel Copley, but he played Murdoch. <laughs> okay. Uh, what in the name of... Uh, what is the name of the Chinese consulate kidnapped daughter in Rush Hour? I didn't uh, get this one either. What is the name of the daughter that gets kidnapped in Rush Hour? Like the full name or just her first just name? Just like her full name, what they call her in the, in the movie. Oh, fuck. I don't remember. Yeah, exactly. Sue Young. <laughs> okay. <laughs> exactly. Okay. What are the names of the two films directed by Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino as part of the Grindhouse double bill? I got this one. Okay. So Death Proof and... Yes. Fuck. Uh, you got uh, it. You got it. God damn it. I, I got the posters on my wall. That's why. I know. I, I Dude, I like Death Proof better. That's why I remember it. But Rose <laughs> McGowan with Machine Gun Leg. Fucking. Yep. Uh, what is it? Three. <sighs> two. One. Planet Zombie or some nope. shit. Um, you got the first part. Planet. <sighs> starts with a T. Terror. Terror. Yep, there we go. Okay, Terror. so. All right, so uh, which film in the Indiana Jones series started starred Sean Connery? Last Crusade. Yep. Okay, what, what profession is Jamie Foxx's character in Collateral? Collateral? Yes. Did you ever see Collateral? I don't think I ever saw it. Tom Cruise, Jamie Foxx. Oh. <sighs> Oh fuck! I did that. It's like a thriller, right? Uh huh. Three, oh, two. Dude, <laughs> I saw it once so long ago, like right after. It came out. Okay, if you don't know, you wouldn't know. Is he the cab driver? He's the one who drives him around all the different hits. That's fucking right. That's right. I got that one. My brother's like, whoa. He and no, he said. I'm like, what? Tom Cruise is the cab driver. He said he was the hitman. He's like, hitman. Okay, what is the name of the third film in the Die Hard series? I got this one. Die Harder. No. No? No, that's the last one that just came out. Oh. Um, the third one. Die Hard. Die Hard. Oh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yep, got it. Okay, and what year was that my... Because you gave me a, a pass. Okay, fine. You didn't get it. Okay. <laughs> In what year was Minority Report released? Oh, uh, shit. 2003. Oh, 2002. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> I knew it was the beginning of the fucking century. Damn. Okay, what was the name of the spaceship in Alien? Oh, oh no. Oh, I can't even remember this. You should know this one. Solaco, right? Nope. Nostromo. Solaco's in the second one. That's the second one. <laughs> in the second one. <laughs> okay. In the Hunger Games, what district does Katniss Everdeen represent? Uh, the 11th. One more up. <laughs> 12? Yep. 
Oh, the 11th was the one that got wiped <laughs> off the face of the planet. Uh, the 13th got wiped off, right? Oh, I don't remember. I read the, the book a long time ago, and I, I saw know. the movie once. I saw all the movies once. Okay, which of the following actors did not star in the 2010 film The Expendables? Okay, Jet Li, Mickey Rourke, or Chuck Norris? Which Chuck- did not star? Chuck Norris. Yep, you're right. He starred in Expendables 2. Right. Okay, in Spot, in, in Spot Kildrum. In Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, how many ex- evil exes did Scott have to defeat? Oh. I just watched this, like, this year. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You should know it, then. Uh, seven. Yep, you got it. Okay. Which film in the Rocky series stars Mr. T as Clubber Lang? Oh, dude. I'm so bad with these. I always mix them up. It's four, isn't it? Uh, no, Rocky three. <sighs> four is uh, Ivan Drago. Okay. Yeah, I always mix up the numbers because I never watched them in order. And I anyway, whatever. Okay, here's one for you. This is a this is a softball. What which actor starred as the titular character in Ant Man? Oh, uh, fucking Paul Rudd. Yep, got it. Bling. My brother didn't know that. Okay. Uh, what? Oh, because it's a superhero movie. Yeah, anything and- superheroes. He's like, I turned on. He's like, I turned off Black Panther after ten minutes. It's like, what an ass! I couldn't. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was hilarious. I was laughing so hard. Okay. Uh, who stars as young Professor X in X Men First Class? James McAvoy. Yep. Which oh, I should be putting down the ones he got right. Damn it. Whatever. Sorry, I'll start oh, doing that. Well, thing. you actually you haven't gotten a full card. Well, you have gotten a full card, right? Whatever. You got like I, four, right? Right. I've I've not gotten thirty-three, right? Okay. Which nineteen ninety-nine film stars Will Smith as James West? Oh. Uh. uh hmm. Nineteen ninety-nine and James West. We have 1999, James West. Oh, that's Men in Black. Nope. Wow, nope. wow, West. Oh. I used I... to live downtown, 129th Street, convent. Everything's upbeat, nothing. But girls after dark, we chill. Okay, here we go. Uh, in what film does Harrison Ford star as Dr. Richard Kimball? <laughs> Uh, was it was it my man? Uh, fugitive. The fugitive. Yes. Which actor starred as Mr. Miyagi in the 2010 remake of The Karate Kid? Jackie Chan. Yep, Jackie Chan is right. Yeah, I'm trying to put the ones you got right. Okay, there we go. Boom. We'll figure it out in a second. Okay, so there's <laughs> just like a mess of cards in front of me. Okay. What Marvel superhero is portrayed by Wesley Snipes? Blade. Yep. Which film follows a group of high school students calling themselves Wolverines fighting off Soviet invasion? Red Dawn Wolverines! Okay, Wolverines, Red Dawn. Okay. Uh, all right, here we go. Which notorious... 
What? I'm sorry, just an editorial comment real quick. Fuck the remake, it's all about the original. Oh yeah, the original's way better. Which Notorious Prisoners was portrayed by Tom Hardy in 2008 film? I got this one. You should get it too. Notorious Prisoner in what year? 2008, Tom Hardy. Uh, uh, oh. who, did, who did he portray? Bane? Huh? Bane? No, uh, Charles Bronson, a.k.a. in the film Bronson. A famous uh, English, uh, car- uh, f- English prisoner. I never, yeah, never saw it. Oh, it's a good movie. Okay, which film was released... First, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes or Rise of the Planet of the Apes? Dawn. Nope, it's Rise. See, I've only seen the first one. Rise. Young <laughs> Skywalker. Yeah, Rise. Okay, here we go. Now. <laughs> Which 96 film features... Nicholas Cage, Sean Connery, and Ed Harris. Ninety-six film, Nicholas Cage. The Rock. Yep. When he's playing his guitar. Who directed the nineteen ninety film Jurassic Park? Oh god. Steven Spielberg. Yep. Steve okay, which superhero film is set? In the fictional nation of Wakanda. <laughs> Black Panther. That's the one my brother didn't get. Oh. <laughs> I'm all. This never gets old. Never. He went, huh? I was like, what, what's that reference to? Uh, the card you just got wrong? Exactly. Okay, in which 2003 action film is there a supernatural war between vampires and lichen? Oh, um, Underworld. Yes. Written by Danny McBride. Okay, here we go. He created that universe. Okay, here we go. Which singer had his film debut in Dunkirk? Oh, fuck. I, I, haven't, I haven't seen Dunkirk. Um, I'm going to just guess Ed Sheeran. No. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Styles. Harry Styles. Okay, here we go. Which film starring Russell Crowe contains a line, Are you not entertained? Oh, uh, Warriors. What, what? The Warriors. Russell Crowe. Oh, uh, fuck. God damn it. Gladiator. Yep. Warriors? What are you... I fucking went to, I don't know. Can you dig it for a second? The way you said it, it just... Oh, Warriors. But... Okay. Which actress stars as Laura Croft in the 2018 remake of Tomb Raider? Angelina Jolie. 2018. Oh. Uh, that's Rooney Mara? Rooney, no. Alyssa Vikander. Oh, the fucking... Uh, what was the sci-fi movie she was in? Uh, 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 she was in um, Ex Machina. Yeah. Okay. Which two actors star in Face Off? Oh, Nicolas uh, Cage and um, fucking Sandy. Uh, fucking uh, <laughs> fucking 
fucking John Travolta's name. Jesus. There we go. Okay. <laughs> okay. Which actor tragically died during the filming of The Crow? Oh, uh, Jason. Who? Jason. No, Brandon Lee. What? Not Jason Lee. Okay. Not the skateboarder? No. <laughs> I'm on my fourth year, man. Give me a break. Jason Lee. He's like, hey, I just draw in the lines. <laughs> You're a sketcher. Yeah, so Jason Lee did not die during the filming of The Crow. Brandon Lee did, though. Brandon Lee did die during the filming of The Crow. It can't rain all the time. It can't rain all the time. All right. Which film by M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong stars Bruce Willis, Samuel Jackson as an unlikely superhero? Uh, his best movie, Unbreakable. Yep, Unbreakable. Who directed The Hurt Locker? Oh, um... Goddamn. Catherine... You got, yeah, you got the first part. It starts with a fucking B. I can... Yep. B. Catherine. B. Is it Boyd? No, Bigelow. Bigelow. God damn. Like Gigolo. Okay, yeah. which actor stars alongside Will Smith in Bad Boys film series? Martin. Martin. Okay. What is Tony Stark's superhero alter ego? Oh, God. Iron Man. Nope. Judge Dredd. No, see. Okay, what character... Oh, man. Okay, what character has been played by both Sylvester Stallone and Carl Irving? 1995 and 2012. Carl Irving? Yep. Oh, a Judge Dredd. Yeah. I just... <laughs> yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I didn't get that one. I'm like... Fuck. I'm like, oh, I didn't put Carl because I was watching The Boys and I didn't even put it together. Okay. Which film was released first? The Born Supremacy or The Born Ultimatum? Supremacy. Yep. Which U.S. city is in the department is the departed set in? Uh, what? Boston. Uh, that is correct. Okay, here's one more. Uh, what is the name of Bruce Lee's character in Enter the Dragon? Another one I know right off the top of my head, but I haven't seen Enter the Dragon in years. Um, Bruce Lee? What? His name's Bruce Lee? <laughs> no. His name is Lee. <laughs> okay. Why not get a 45 and bang, set away. Okay, here we go. Uh, what actor starred alongside Tom Cruise in Edge of Tomorrow? Emily. Emily Blunt. She likes to smoke them blunts. Okay, here we go. One more. In, De in Deadpool, what is Ajax's real name? Francis. 
Yep, Francis Freeman. Nice one. I didn't get that one. Okay, which 1960s Western star? Steve McQueen, Charles Bronson, and Yul Brenner. One more time. What uh, 1960s Western star? Steve McQueen, Charles Bronson, and Yul Brenner. Magnificent Seven. Yep. Nope, the good, the bad, and the ugly. What? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fucker. Okay, which film features Riggs and Murtaugh? Oh, Lethal Weapon. Yep. Which actor stars in the Transporter film series? Oh, uh, Jafum Fapum. It's Jafum Stifum. It's a megalodon. Mm-hmm. It's a megalodon. That still is a better line from anything he said in Hobbs and Shaw. It's a megalodon. Okay. There you go. Oh, man, I drank that water too fast. Excuse me. Okay. Which character has been played by Tobey Maguire, Tom Holland, and Andrew Garfield? Spider-Man. Okay, okay. In Drive, what animal is embroidered embroidered on the back of the driver's jacket? I knew this one. In Drive? Mm Mm-hmm. A fucking tiger. I don't know. Nope, it's a scorpion. <laughs> okay, which 1982 film was loosely based on the novel Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Uh, Blade Runner? Yep. See, I was like in a competition with my brother, so we had to yell these out. So Bill would be, Android Runner! <laughs> <clears throat> okay, he just tried to mess me up from saying the right word. Okay, Memphis and Sway. Are both characters in which 2000 film? I didn't get this one. Wait, one time? Memphis and Sway are both characters in what 2000 film? Uh, fuck, I don't know either. No clue. Gone in 60 seconds. The remake. With Nicolas Cage? Yep. Nicolas Cage. Okay. Which U.S. city is located? What's the location for Robo? Uh, what's the location city for RoboCop? Detroit. Yep. Which film stars Bruce Willis, Helen Mirren, Morgan Freeman as former Black Op agents? Red. Yep. Nice. Iceman, Goose, and also Viper. A comic, by the way. Huh? I said also a great comic, by the way. Red. Iceman, Goose, and Viper are all characters from what film? Top Gun. Yeah, okay. Which film does the line say hello to my little friend appear in? Scarface. Scarface, yeah, okay. Whew! Alright, we should take a break.
Okay, guys. Now we're back again. Whew. Um, that was a great quiz show, wasn't it? I can't see you, Skip. I don't know where you are. <laughs> yeah, no, I had to turn off the video because of Skype being a bitch. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, no, Skype's fault, not yours. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think I did pretty good. Not 33, but I don't know how many questions you asked me total. I wasn't keeping uh, track. I forgot. I didn't keep track. <laughs> I didn't keep any track. <laughs> well, next time, let's do that. Uh, uh, whoopsies. Yeah, I'd be interested to know how well I did. No, you got a lot of them. You got like more than half. I would say definitely more than half, but you know. Yeah, at least you got more than half easy. Yeah, you easily got more than half. All right, guys. So, all right. So let's wrap this up here with. Oh, by the way, this is Metalachi with Breaking the Law. Okay, we already rated Woo Assassins. Oh, okay, Light of My Life really quick. Um, it is the, the... What is it? The Casey Affleck written and directed movie. It's directorial debut about a uh, land where all the women are dying of a disease. They all die. He only, his only, he's only left with his daughter. His wife dies. Uh, and so it's base, it's like that. So they're living out in the middle of the woods... You know, dressing him up like a dressing her up like a boy, cutting the hair short and everything. It's a pretty intense movie. Hmm. Uh, he has to fight off three people, like hand to hand, which is really brutal. Uh, yeah, there's a really brutal fight scene towards the end, but yeah, it's intense the whole time. Basically, has to hide his kid from everybody because no, it's been at least six years. All the women <laughs> are dead. They die of a disease. So yeah, check it out, guys. Light of my life. Casey Affleck. Walking around in the forest. Uh, and, and just sleeping in tents, basically. Um, Being a hippie. A question. Casey Affleck. How is he alive in this future scenario? What do you mean? He's a complete horn dog, isn't he? Like, he would have died of... Blue balls or something? Uh, no, we wouldn't have died of blue balls. In this, uh, I don't know. This, uh, it's sort of a like apocalyptic movie, I think. Well, sure. If one entire gender of our species dies out suddenly, we're fucked. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there, there's kind of no way around it. It's not like you know, spontaneously, one of us dudes is going to turn into a chick and be fertile. It doesn't work quite like that. Frogs, maybe, but not in humans. <laughs> yeah, so she's, uh, yeah. Dinosaurs, apparently, you know. So, yeah, so that's, um, so Light of My Life. It's intense, good acting, you know, throughout the whole movie from the daughter and him. Mm -hmm. and, he's a good actor. And the people they run into. Mm -hmm. And, uh, God, they, who they run, like a bunch of, like, old men. And they run, run into old men. There's people in town. It's a weird setting, man. I think they just filmed it in Oregon. <laughs> it's like they just filmed people walking around. <laughs> exactly. It's just, uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, second. Let's, uh, let's see. Light of my life. Two out of five ear holes. Three out of five eye holes. Because some of the scenery is great. And about two out of five hammer heads. Hammers to the head. 
Or a two to five um, shotgun blast to the side. Uh, two out of five crazy white men. So there we go, guys. Yeah. Uh, we rated Woo Assassins. Uh, Light of My Life. The Kitchen. Uh, what else am I watching? Oh, I just finished, um, God damn it. Uh, the third season of Working Moms on Netflix. That's pretty funny. Two to five ear holes, three to five eye holes. I gave it three to five uh, breast pumps <clears throat> for that. <laughs> Have you watched that at all? No. Um, finished the boys. Loved it. Can't wait for season two. Yeah, I'm on episode three of that. I think I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I, it's good. I like where it's going. Yeah, it's good. So yeah, finish up the boys and um, Mind Hunters coming out next week. Woohoo! Season two. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to get through Woo Assassins, but I don't know if I can. Um, yeah, I may end up just not finishing that episode. That series. <laughs> I'm also watching. Uh, I'm almost done with Glow, the third season, which is the weakest one so far. There's less wrestling. And it's all like relationship stuff. Third episode. You see some titties. It's all right. Um. The chick from Community. What's her? I forget her name. She whips out her titties. There's a lot of titties in this one, actually, if you think about it. But it's more like, it's just all relationship stuff. It's like, ah. I don't see the <laughs> wrestling. You know? There's some wrestling, but overall, it's just, eh. I don't know. It's just, So, let's see. what I, uh, Did I break glow? Uh, two to five-year-olds. Two to five... Um eye holes and two to five bad backs or bare boobs two to five bare boobs for um what is it glow season three what else am i watching that came out um nothing i'm just waiting for gears actually i'm just killing time for gears there you go you know right sure Come on, that's the... Uh... I mean, if you say so, bud. What? <laughs> I, I, haven't, I haven't turned on my Xbox to play games in fucking, like, four months. Let's see. Um, yeah. We got gears, dude. <laughs> <laughs> really? Wait, what? Is this more Metalachi? Yeah, Metalachi. Yeah. Covering Sublime, huh? Yep, covering Sublime. Interesting. I like it. Uh, you should go out on a Manic Hispanic song, then. Which one? Manic Hispanic, I can't say. Check the band. Just play their top song. Since you're playing fucking Mexican-flavored covers of shit, Manic Hispanic is a good way to go. Probably spelled it wrong. Mechanical Hispanic. Manic. M A N I C. Manic Monday. Here we go. No. Okay. Manic Hispanic. There we go. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. 
Yeah, they do rock covers. The other ones do mariachi covers. <laughs> yeah. It's just funny-ass punk covers of famous punk songs, but with, like, a complete, like, cholo sensibility. It's funny. Hundred and one. That's their biggest hit. Hundred one thousand hits. Hmm. I'll play that one. Hundred one thousand. Like the um, uh, like a kids bop of um, Mexican covers. Yeah. Do what? <laughs> our friends. Oh, who are our friends? Yeah, your turn. No, I don't know. Go for it. Who are our friends? What? <laughs> uh. So horrible gamers, horribly awkward, uh, geek dig, naked porch podcast. If they ever come back, Fearcast, Fifthcast, um, Painted Black podcast. Growing up, not growing old, Big Papa podcast, Bold and Belligerent, Divine Ice in the Face. Oh, good fucking gaming. Heroes and Noise. Uh... Everyone over at BadSquadNetwork.com. Go check them out. Um, <coughs> uh, later. Uh, all right, guys, that's it. Later. Bye. Bye.